This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1293. Can you get a seven if vocabulary is a six? Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Is it possible to get a six in vocabulary and still hit that magic seven overall for speaking? Yes, yes, it is. Listen today for insider examiner advice on how to reach your target speaking score, including using a fake face. Hello, Aubrey. How are you? I'm great, Jess. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit stressed out today. <laughs> I know you are. I'm sorry. I feel I feel bad that I don't have that solidarity, right? If if everyone at work is stressed out, then okay, we're all on the same page. But if one person's like everything, then you feel kind of bad no. for anybody who's stressed out. I don't want you to be stressed out. I don't want anybody to be stressed <laughs> out, um, especially our IELTS students. Um, guys, we have amazing advice for you today. A real insider look at the scoring system for speaking and how it could be possible to still get a seven on speaking, even if your vocabulary is not great. What if your vocabulary is stuck at a six, right? Can you still get a seven? Um, so we got this question from a, a YouTube subscriber. I love pulling questions from our YouTube channel. Uh, Aubrey, can you read that question, please? Yes, this listener's name on YouTube anyway is Galaxy. I love that. Love it. Says, thanks a bunch guys i have a question is it possible to get overall 7.0 in speaking if a candidate's vocabulary is 6.0 and this is it's like you said jessica it's really interesting to think about because we often say don't stress about grammar pull up these other three scores but of mm -hmm. course it is an average of all four scores so yep. it is interesting to think about if you get a six in vocabulary what would you need to do to score highly enough in the other sections to still get a seven Exactly. And yes, of course, it is possible, right? And we're going to explain exactly how that's possible today. So let's start with um, what would the scores be? And then we'll explain it. Okay. So what would the scores be for the student to to still get a seven? So you would need you know, an eight in at least one of your scores. So maybe an eight for pronunciation, a seven for fluency and coherence would do it. A grammar six and a vocabulary six would average to an overall seven. So you can see how, you know, if you're scoring an eight for fluency and coherence, then you could get a seven for pronunciation and still hit that overall seven. Mm -hmm. So we can talk today about what exactly you would need to do in each of these sections to get those scores. Yeah, I mean, we came up with these scores because these like this is the most likely scenario to right. my mind. Like, I do think that the easiest eight to get in all of this would be in pronunciation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we'll we'll get into it, guys. We'll explain. So let's start with a seven for fluency and coherence. What does a candidate need to do to get a seven there? 
Yeah. All of your answers need to be a good length. So three to five sentences in part one, you would have to speak for the full two minutes for your part two question, mm -hmm. and then about a minute for each of your part three questions. That's going to be vital that you're not answering with just one or two words, any of these questions. Because remember, fluency and coherence, I mean, there's two words there and they're two different things, right? So fluency is like, can you speak for a, a good amount of time? Does it sound easy for you to talk, right? And coherence is like, is it organized? Are you communicating ideas clearly using linking words? So yes, you do have to show that it's not hard for you to communicate right for an appropriate length um and all of your answers well most of your answers at least do need specific details in there and that's something that a lot of students forget about as part of mm -hmm. the fluency score like you have to get specific you have to prove that what you're saying or that you, justifying your opinion or really painting a picture for the examiner like you can't just say my hometown is beautiful, right? You have to tell me why you think that. Is it mountains, water, houses, people? Like what makes it beautiful? And think about if you are giving three to five sentences, if you stay really general and don't give any details, you are going to end up repeating yourself because there's just not enough to say right. and get that three to five sentences. You can't repeat yourself. You can't stay super general. You've got to get into some good details in order to have your answer be long enough. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then the hesitations and pauses, you can still get a seven with a few hesitations and pauses and ums and uhs, but just a few, just like a couple, you know, maybe two in the whole speaking test. It's natural to say um and uh sometimes you hear us do it. It's natural. It's a part of speaking. But what you can't do is have long periods of silence, like long hesitations while you're trying to think, right? Zero silence if you're going to get a seven. Uh, now, as far as the coherence goes, right? What about the linking words? Yeah, you have to have a variety of linking words throughout your speaking exam, right? In part one, two, and three, if your ideas are very disjointed sentences and you're not linking them together, then you can't score seven. So you have to practice this because we don't all do it that naturally when we're speaking. We yeah. don't always use linking words and link our ideas together. We think about it a little more when we're writing, but for the IELTS exam, it's also required on the speaking test. Exactly, exactly. So all of these features that we've explained for a seven, you just have to do more of those to get an eight, right? right? So it's like, um, for an eight, it'd be like zero hesitations, um, almost no pauses and ums and uhs, and a wide variety of linking words, lots of specific details, you know? Um, and for a seven, you just have to do some of that right. <laughs> in every part. All right. Now, grammar six. Why did we say six? Because pretty much everyone gets a six for grammar on speaking. It's the most difficult score to increase. Um, it's fine. <laughs> right. But Just having, accept your six and move on. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but having said that, what is a six for grammar? Yeah, so you have to have some variety of sentence structures. Um, if you have well-controlled, simple sentences, many perfect sentences, and then even a, a couple of mistakes in complex structures, you can still score a six for grammar. Yeah, so um, 
you should have control over the simple sentences, right? Subject verb agreement. Um, many simple sentences will have no mistakes. Uh, some compound complex structures may be well controlled, but there will also be a lot of errors in those compound complex structures, but nothing that impedes communication, right? Your grammar doesn't cause any communication issues. So that's a six. Now, getting to this student specifically, why would the student get a six on vocabulary? Yeah, so if you're using a lot of easy vocabulary, some of it's sort of boring. A lot of students use it. You don't have a big range of idiomatic language and more impressive vocabulary. Mm -hmm. You're using quite a bit of repetition. You can still score a six, right? Yeah. You're not getting threes and fours on vocabulary, but in order to score a seven or higher, you're having to use more impressive vocab. Exactly, exactly. So a six student will be communicating clearly, like just just like with the grammar, um, but just using simple words to communicate those messages. Now, to get a six for vocabulary, you still have to show a few interesting words, right? If you're only using simple words, you're going to get a five. But if you're using a few interesting words, maybe one or two interesting adjectives or slang um, phrases in part one, one or two high level words in part three, you can get a six for vocab, you know, it, even if it's surrounded by a kind of boring, simple vocabulary. Again, it's about clarity, you know, like a six in these categories. It's like there's nothing very impressive, but I but you get the meaning across. <laughs> Like, right, exactly. I can understand you. You're answering yeah. the questions. There's just nothing that's really impressing the examiner. There's nothing you're saying that they're not hearing lots of other students say as well. Totally, totally. Now, the final category, this is how you clinch that seven, guys, that overall seven. You would have to get an eight in pronunciation if we're getting all these other scores like we've said. So, that might sound scary to some people because an eight, an eight is like this golden magical number on IELTS. Like, oh, how <laughs> do we get an eight? You know what? You can get an eight for pronunciation, guys. Everyone listening here, you, yes, you, I'm talking to you. You can get an eight for pronunciation. Aubrey, how can they do that? Yes, right. So you need to use appropriate stress, right? Syllable stress, word stress. And we talk about this all the time on the podcast that you can get that through mimicking, through yep. listening to podcasts and TV shows and mimicking that native stress. You can get to where you can score an eight for pronunciation. Totally. And then intonation. We talk yep. about intonation all the time here because with if you're speaking in a monotone, you're going to score six or even lower on pronunciation. But if you get that variety of intonation where yep. you're letting emotion show, slow down and give space to words to emphasize adjectives and interesting words to make sure the examiner understands you and to have that closer to native up and down of the intonation we use, you can totally score an eight on pronunciation. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can still have some of your first language accent and get an eight like it's in the rubric. You That's possible, guys. 
the key here is to be so expressive um on tomorrow's episode guys we're gonna give you some sample part three answers and that would be a wonderful opportunity to start working towards that eight in pronunciation make sure to tune into tomorrow's episode guys and when you hear our sample answers use it as a lesson right listen to our answers Maybe listen to, you know, like five seconds of an answer, pause the podcast and repeat, mimic how we talk. You can sound like an American and get a nine for pronunciation. We would. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Sam. Right. But the key is <laughs> practice. I've had yeah. so many students that, you know, they have the strategies, they understand what they're supposed to do. But even in their first language, they have a tendency to be more soft spoken, maybe speak yeah. in a monotone. That's totally fine. In your day to day life, you can speak however you want. But if you don't practice this, it's not going to come naturally. Then just all of a sudden on test day, be like, okay, I know I'm supposed to do this. So it's just going to come out of me correctly. You have to practice beforehand in the mirror, maybe with a fake face out of a magazine. I love that idea. Like a face with no expression that doesn't <laughs> change said, like the examiner. What do you say? fake face i was like i thought you were talking about the candidate doing oh. the practice i was like how does one what do you mean a fake face a fake face but okay so you cut you cut a face out of a magazine and put it on the wall and then pretend that's the examiner i love that idea right <laughs> it's gonna so be awesome. really similar to the examiner because they're likely not going to give you much emotion much response to let you know they can't let you know if you're doing a good We're job not or not so yeah. it's actually a really good idea to practice to the picture of a face that's not giving you anything <laughs> so fun <laughs> all right guys please leave us your ielts question go to ielts energy tv on youtube and put it in a comment or um share your question in a review for the show wherever you're listening right now guys uh we're almost done as soon as this episode is finished rate and review the podcast it helps us reach more students wonderful students like you and remember to come back tomorrow because we will be doing sample part three answers about family awesome I'll see you tomorrow jess bye bye Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.